Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, a.k.a. Tony Melbourne, also known as the prettiest of them all. It's not even a question anymore. We have moved past that. We are just stating facts now and moving forward. I am also joined with the illustrious, the amazing, the one, the only, Ash is in the building. It's me. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm tired. I think, I don't know if I say that at every podcast now, but I would love several team naps. Okay, well, no. <laughs> Let me go to sleep, sir. We don't have time for that. Please, I beg of you, look at this nigga, the non-most sleepiest nigga ever. It's just like, you don't need a lot of that. No. But, sir, that's for you. <laughs> for I routinely, <laughs> at least once a week, go to sleep at 4 o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. get up at 8. At 8? hmm That's amazing. At the very latest, like 8.30. Um, but maybe 7.30, 7.45. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and then... You get, get on your it. day, and then you just be walking around like this shit normal. Yeah, your body tired. don't hurt. <laughs> my nah. body started hurting. I started getting cranky. Oh my god! See, I feel like when I wake up and I get less than my four hours, I feel it. But mm-hmm. if I get my four hours, I don't feel anything. Mm. If I get less than the four hours, let's say I get like three and a half, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna have. A slight headache and my stomach's gonna hurt a little bit. Oh. And give me like half an hour to an hour. Then I'm gonna be cool. And then I'll be fully energizing, ready to go. But yeah, other than that, there's no real like downside to this. But I, I do recognize that four hours is where my body likes it at. I think mine's is six, but I don't know how much sleep I got last night. Just running around from 12 to 7. <laughs> Word to the wise, you motherfuckers don't don't be an entrepreneur. Fuck that shit. Go home at night. Go back to sleep. No, it's twelve in the afternoon, like seven. Oh, I thought you meant twelve, and I was like, "Fuck, were you doing at twelve at night to seven nah. in the morning?" Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you could have been on a computer posting stuff, listing shit. There was stuff nah. that could be done. Don't do it. <coughs> Stay your sleepy asses at work. Don't come over here. Don't come over here. You're going to be tired wherever you go, so. Don't go, do it. Where you want to go. Nah. Stay your ass at work dreaming. Dream about this. No, that's not fun. Keep it. Keep it a dream. <laughs> she don't want to go back to where she getting all the by. What are you talking about? You I. We just talked about that, didn't we? The assessments and shit. Yeah. Y'all. I can't do it. Exactly. <laughs> See? What the fuck I look like going up? Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, you ain't going back. So I you, fucking did an interview. I got to look somebody in their face and be like, yeah. yeah, I'm so great for this position. Just Yeah, you wanted, yeah, so you giving people advice you're not even following. That's crazy. No, that's, listen, that's, this is like auntie speak now. I'm old enough to be somebody's auntie right now. I can't be your sister. I ain't old enough to be nobody's mom. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody call me mom yet. I can't even be called grandma, but I can't be called auntie. I feel like that's ironic. Why? That you feel like you can't be called mom. No, I can't be called like, if I adopted a group of 21 years old, I'm auntie. If I was 40 and up, I'd be mom, but I can't be those things. Okay. Yeah, so if I just give me a gaggle of giggly little 21 year old, I'm auntie now. <laughs> that's it. I'm okay with that title. How old am I? I don't know. <laughs> I'm old enough. Even in my mind, you're probably twenty eight. Twenty eight. That's what I said. The oldest. Okay. But I think maybe like twenty six. I can get away with. I could probably get away with twenty five. That's what I'm gonna leave it at because I can't say like. I don't know what CDs like. <laughs> I, I, I feel like you like, like I said, I was I like, can't oh, be any younger than that, okay? Because <laughs> how am I supposed to be like, oh, you remember that? I'm like, I vividly remember that, yeah. but I can't say anything. Because <laughs> You're right, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember I shit. Can't, I can't pretend to be that. Like, I'm brand new. Yo, I can't. I'm brand new, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 25, if anybody asks. 
between the ages of 25 oh, yeah. and 73. We didn't do the thing you were, we were supposed to do. What thing? Terrible. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> that was fucking abuse. Also, happy with this month. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Thanks. You made this old, why the fuck you tell me that? It's women's month. Women's history month. Yeah. All right. Yeah, any women's history month. facts? You're I was what? born in 1990 <laughs> with a so vagina fun. and some breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is a fact. That about, counts. That, that's history of a woman, yeah. Well, yeah. it is. It was sometimes. Yeah. It was the best of times. It you was could worth the time. Your mother gave birth. She did, yo. That was the fucking greatest day. She told me that story every time. I just saw I know I'm like a miracle weirdo baby. Cause it was like seventy two on my birthday. Not a fucking cloud in sight this <laughs> this woman's head. Then all of a sudden a blizzard <laughs> and I was born. Yo, I'm the fucking messiah. Y'all better fucking know. Okay. Z cool I got a blue like I don't know. My color is blue, so something, something blue rain. I don't know. Can we talk about something else? I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm tired as fuck, and it just makes no sense at this point. Yeah, I was like, right, she's just rambling, but that's yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. What I was trying to say was, was I was a messiah. Messiahs don't talk like this. Okay, how was your weekend? <laughs> Very busy, entertaining. I watched people re- roast Steven Seagal movies. Yeah, that shit put me in a state of bliss. It's amazing. I'll do it again. 10 out of 10. And no, I took Saturday off. And then today is pretty hectic. But other than that, fulfilling. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I was definitely like, she never texted me to say she was on her way. And she definitely said a, a, t- a different time. Okay. And then you just pulled into my driveway. And I was like, all right, well. Cause I was relatively on time. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I I didn't care. Yeah. I was just like, normally I get a, I'm on my way message, and I there was just Riley got home. None of that. Had to go get her some food. You know how that went. Got to the driveway, ate my little giblets because I didn't eat all day, and then came here. <laughs> Dropped her off and then scurried on about. Why didn't you eat all day? Well, because how busy I was, I didn't want to eat any chicken. It wasn't that much like options for me to stop. I didn't have time to stop and really eat. And I didn't really like, I wanted to eat, but not for real. Okay. Then coming home, I'm like, I need food. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. You know what that sounds like to me? Hmm. A typical woman. (laughs) I was just doing stuff all day and didn't eat. Why? I just was busy. How you feel right now? My head hurts and I'm a little tired. You think you might want to eat? I, I think I'm hungry. Why do you make me sound like a kid? You want some food? You want some food? Yeah, because y'all want some fucking want nourishment? <laughs> do you think your body just runs on the hope, dreams, and imagination? You want some eat? You want to yeah. eat? Yeah. You want but, some grapes? Yeah, the fuck yeah. is happening? Like, Can you cut them up? Yeah, like what's going on? Like, just out here, just like, nah, I was just too busy to grab a snack or anything. Just saying, I drank some water. <laughs> okay. So and you then, preserved your life. Got it. And then Riley gave me a chicken wing, which I didn't immediately barf back up. I ate two fries. Completely empty. Nigga, you just told me you ate two fries. <laughs> it was so good. A chicken wing. I wasn't even a chicken wing. It was a bike. So I was afraid I was going to get sick. She was like, Ma. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it smells so good. Then in between when I thought I could grab something to eat, it just wasn't happening. So I was just like, fuck it. Let's just keep going. Okay, well. <laughs> just, I, I get hungry. Mm-hmm. I eat. I, I solve that problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I move on throughout the day and so I don't ever like get to a point where I'm like in a terrible space because you know I denied myself nourishment <laughs> for the entire day it's good to be a little hungry <laughs> okay I don't know who who came up with that me oh 
Okay, you that was an Ash original. I like that. I just told you I was a fucking messiah. You did. You did <laughs> say thought. that. So I mean, you you're wrong. <laughs> I feel like I should just put that out there. No, it's just good to feel like I guess I feel like I'm accomplishing something when I'm not eating. Like, ha, huh, look at Wait, you. What? I don't know. Like. You know what, listen, I've been on a whole tail span of, like, dealing with, like, food addiction these past couple months and, like, where mine's come from. I'm not, like, an addict addict where I don't know how to control. Like, when I get full, I know how to stop. Like, it's motherfuckers I've been eating don't know. But for me, kind of challenging myself and seeing, like, why do you overeat? And it's not even an overeat problem. It's what I eat when I get hungry. (laughs) Like, it's just mad junk food whatever I can get my hands on and it's you know it's kind of crazy so like now I'm kind of challenging myself to be more disciplined with my eating habits which is working out you know and being hungry is one of those things like alright if you're hungry for one hour can you make it another one (laughs) no yes I would say how Mm -hmm. about we take this discipline a step further mm-hmm. just one <laughs> and prepare yeah some snacks that are in more of a healthy vein that's in line with like where you're trying to condition yourself so that way you don't have to starve yourself throughout the day mm. and you can stay on this path that you want to go down damn it's deep just, I be trying. Just a suggestion. <laughs> just a suggestion. You don't have to take a suggestion, <laughs> but what it sounds like is, yeah, I just decide that I don't make good eating decisions, so I'm just not gonna eat. Yeah, just eat less. That's not a good eating decision either. So just eat less. Let's take the decision making out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking baby at this point. Like you don't well, know. How we just uh. Go lay down. This what yeah. the fuck you telling me? Yeah, just you just he eat. told me to go lay down, go take a nap. Cause you just said crazy shit, <laughs> and I just it don't make no sense. We just gonna when you're gonna eat, go take a nap. Hey, eat snacks. It's <laughs> yeah. Talking about no, I can go one hour. Try to go. You two. have a goal of like weight loss, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So, do you understand, like, um what starvation mode is so it's a psychological thing mm-hmm. that normally happens to people who are trying to lose weight as you're like taking in less calories your brain and your body recognize that and mm-hmm. they be like oh shit we can't supply ourselves the same level of food that we could before so then it just starts holding on to everything and storing more of it really as fat yes that's so then whack. you stop losing weight and even potentially gain weight because your body thinks that you're starving because you're no, hungry no. all the time. Let it go. No, so <laughs> what you have to do is it works. eat. No, <laughs> you have to trick your body by eating smaller, healthy snacks. Oh, okay. So it's like, oh, I'm always eating. Mm-hmm. I'm always consuming and taking things in, so it always has something that it can. It's willing to burn. Hmm. Just not eating. <laughs> Works for a, a period, and then your body's like, "Oh shit, we're starving." <laughs> Save it all. <laughs> Save everything. No. And I'm like, let it go. Eat it. <laughs> the fuck. That's what I thought was occurring here. Like, I no, mean, we just sure. got enough. And then eventually, you'll get to a point where your body, if you just stop eating enough, yeah, yeah. you're gonna burn some things. That's not healthy. Yeah, just eat then, it. Then you're in a saggy skin. Just eat it. Hey, you wanna walk around with saggy skin? Not necessarily. Exactly, you want arm flaps that are just devoid of meat. <laughs> Who wants that? You just fucking chicken skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one wants that. So, got it, kind of. Eat better. Yeah. I don't know. I thought this was pretty cool mm. until it's not. <laughs> She was like, no wonder. I'll curl up in the ball. I'm like, help. Please. He was like, bitch, you ain't got no nutrients. You You need a fucking insurance. Yeah, yeah. You fucking need some motherfucking electrolytes and shit. Like, what's happening? 
<laughs> Take me down to CVS yes. And that fucking old lady ass uh, Let me stop saying that With the fucking protein bars I'm gonna stop saying that Cause my mom drink hella boost now But she has to But no that, cause, But before that That was my grandmother Just kind of stockpiling up So Eat People should drink it Yeah If you're not going to eat mm-hmm. And eating is an issue for you Drink something that's going to provide you some nourishment. Now you shouldn't use it to replace everything. That's not the way either. But throw one of those in there to add in some extra. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my mother be hella stubborn. I don't fucking like it. Okay. Like, please just hold drink your breath. It. Right. I keep trying to tell her like, yo, just fucking drink it, man. No, just tell her hold your breath. <laughs> I and chug it. Hold your breath and chug it for thirty seconds. You can hold your breath for three seconds and. and and drink something. There we go. That's the she like the word. master of no. I was telling her the other day, like, yeah, you know, when you fill up to it, you need fucking with you because you probably need to, like, you know, walk more. I don't want to fucking walk. I'm not going to the fucking lake. Fuck the lake. I'm like, you grouchy. Does she like pools? Hmm? She like pools? No. She will not submerge her head underwater. She do not like water. No, not put She's, her head underwater. No. She don't like water at all. Okay, I was going to say, like, that's probably, like, if she's older... Uh, she has knee pain doing a lot of like water aerobics that'll help take a lot of pressure off her because it simulates like zero gravity and so you can get into a lot of like maneuverability and things like that but she is a master of no nigga I, I mean, tried I be trying like I was like oh you should probably like go to cause I kind of suggested to her like hey why don't you try like sitting with people that's knowing what you're going through no I don't fucking sit around with them and like what do you think it is okay. about older generation that becomes so reclusive in in age or do you think that there's something about becoming older that makes you more reclusive probably both because you see people walking around and doing shit and it's a decent amount of them but I don't know what's a part of their head that just be like I don't want to deal with it no more like at first you think it's because did they leave like a rough life? Like my dad, he got all fucking. <laughs> he earned permission to sit his ass on the couch and watch TV. My mother might have too. I don't know, but. See, I feel like. I would be like I'd be comfortable with them sitting there and watching TV if they didn't seem so bored and uninterested with life right as they were doing it and like they were searching for something that was going to provide that spark and it's like well go outside like <laughs> no. no you'd be like just go for a walk around the corner like, you could Get engage with other people yes. no out with people <laughs> what do you mean I will stay inside and never see anybody <laughs> but the people that I've raised for my loins. And that is like, I don't know if you feel that way, but when my mom is like, I'm like her fucking crutch. Like some stories I shouldn't hear sometimes and I'll just be like, yo, I don't want to fucking hear that. I got to remind her, like, don't tell me certain fucking stories because I'm your child. I am like, and then like, am I all she has I'm like I can't be all you got you gotta talk to somebody else that's your age I don't know what the fuck you going through my grandmother is like that she oh, yeah. just refuses to leave and like it's it's sad in a way cause like we've offered to like there's a community center that has like a whole bunch of shit that she could do with like other women around her age yes or like there's like a bus that comes and picks people up and they go to the casinos and shit like that and she used to do that, but ever since like one of her best friends passed, she's just kind of that. And then 2020, and then after that, she's just not doing nothing. And even yeah. before that, she just really didn't go out too much, but now it's, she go to the grocery store, the gas station, the doctors, and if any of my could ride somewhere, she'll take them. Mm-hmm. But other than that, in terms she of, like, house. getting out the house and just, like, doing something, nope. I mean, she just be laid in the bed, sleep because she bored, or... And it's like... <laughs> you always talk about how you bored and you want to do something. It's like, I just don't understand that, like, that reclusive nature of, like, 
nah, I'm just not going to accept anything. And I don't want to do anything. And I'm not willing to, like, I don't get it either. Because I'm just, like, I don't think, I'm, like, you just don't see like you can't talk to me about certain things wouldn't it be better if somebody understood like what you were going through wouldn't it be better being around people maybe they just don't really be reminded of how like old they are but like my mother looked pretty good (laughs) like both my parents look pretty good yo they look pretty good like I don't understand but then again I'm not their age so Maybe it's something that comes with age. But I don't see myself doing it because I get so restless and I do something about it. I think it for my grandmother a little bit is she's never like been on her own. Mm. And so like maybe six months to a year she might have lived by herself. But it was really like out of her parents' house and then married to my grandfather. Yeah. And then after that, it was just her. And so I guess maybe that has a little bit to do with it, just like not being comfortable, like being by yourself. Right. But then it's like, she also doesn't like to hang out with like her married friends because I don't know if there's, from the way she's explained it or at least what I've gathered, because I haven't really like talked to her directly about it. Um, but I talked to my mom and like my mom's sister about it because I don't necessarily like the woman because she be on trash. But I do want her to have a a decent life, and I'm like, you don't seem happy. And my biggest thing is like people should live life for happiness, especially at this point where you know this shit could be over with tomorrow. Nothing else. Why not be focused on like what are the things that are gonna make you happy? Like you could choose happiness. Like happiness yeah. is a choice, and you have to choose it. You have it every day, and so it's like, I don't know. It's like, why do you think, why do you think people don't choose happiness? Why? Yeah, it's harder to go after that. Why? For them, it's harder. Like with my mother, she don't know how to take care of no. Like she can't take care of herself because she just be in that mode of taking care of other people. It's hard to break her from that shit. Well, what about people in general? Like, I feel like a lot of people just don't choose happiness. And do you think it's... And I don't think that a lot, all of them are, like, self-sacrificing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you just don't... If you go after what you really want, that means you're going to have to see what the fuck you made out of. <laughs> people don't want to go to them depths. Like, people think that happiness is just supposed to fall in your fucking lap. That's my whole issue with, like, the whole soft life thing. Like, I get people who want to have an easier time and not be so stressed out about survival but let's say you would even had the most ideal soft life where you had a cottage and you was completely off the grid like you still gotta get fuel for your house and like how the fuck are you eating <laughs> like it's an element of work to everything that you do and the same thing with happiness and freedom it costs something. This shit costs you heavily. Yeah, like, I, I definitely, like, I'm not a, I don't have any issues with soft life. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm a proponent of it. But I definitely think that it's something that has to be intentional. It's something, it, it's work as well. It's, I am choosing these responses, the way that I'm going to engage with people, the way that I'm going to allow people to engage with me. Like, all of that is intentional and all of that takes work. So even with a soft life, it's not like, oh, it just falls into your lap. You have to, like, choose that and then, like, really, like, live that. The same thing with this. Like, you have to choose that you want to change, choose that you want to, like, improve and want happiness. And people want happiness to kind of just, like, show up at their door. And it's like, you will get, no one will show up at your door, enjoyment. Mm Mm-hmm. You'll get happiness, and happiness is hella fleeting, but, like, real fulfillment and, like, long-lasting joy and contentment. I don't think that you get happiness. I think that you just get some enjoyment. Like, you enjoy Mm -hmm. this moment. You enjoy Mm -hmm. this time. You enjoy this thing. And so, like, that pops up all the time. You enjoy a lot of shit. But, like, are you really happy? Like, does that, like, really, like, serve your core? Like, can you say that? No, I have some happiness. Like, I have real happiness. Like, I have happiness. I like... Oh, the shit, that made me happy. Oh, so you enjoyed that. Yeah, all right. Right. Because you ain't happy. If that made you something, then you ain't, you're not it. 
happiness comes from right on the inside. Yes, yeah, a book called Contentment by Robert Johnson, I think it is, and he goes into like, yo, stop trying to chase happiness because it's from moment to moment, like you said, enjoyment. He's like the real goal, goal is to look for things that bring you joy every day so you can have like a general contentment with your life. If you're trying to go from extreme to extreme, then you're always going to be trying to chase a fucking high. So for him in the book, he was like, strive for like things that bring you joy every day so that your life can bring you like an overall contentment because that can never really be shaken or go anywhere. Like, you'll be cool. Like, kind of like a belly full situation. Not when you feeling like, oh my God, I've overstuffed myself, but when you feel satiated. That's what you want your life to feel like. I'm not hungry. Could I eat a snack? Sure, if I wanted one. I don't need it. I'm not this, you know, I'm not <laughs> starving or anything like that. That was the general thing that kind of always stuck with me. And for me, it just, I don't know. I was given the vision, I guess. It's hard to tell people that don't have that vision. And it's just something that just kind of keep you up at night. Like, it's just in me. I can't help it to get towards whatever the fuck that is. You know, I don't think that you can give anybody vision. I think that um, it has to be something that either they had or they are willing to develop like I don't think that you have to always be born with it. I think that you can develop and be like hey I'm recognizing that what what I'm doing ain't working yeah let me try some other things but getting to that point and then actually following through on the the other things is where it gets sketchy for people yeah no I'm telling you you got to dig like how did I get to the point where it's like you know with the food, whole food addiction thing and you know you get tired of being a certain way not that I I got to the point where I didn't loathe my body I wasn't hating it I was cool with my body but I'm like this is boring now let's try something new like I've never tried before let's try to figure out something let's go I guess for me it's just natural curiosity it's like not so much like a linear thing it's just what keeps my curiosity peaked in what keeps me going? What frontier can I not conquer? But what where can I go to next? And I said, I don't know. I, it's just something that's always been inside of me. So once I start feeling that uncomfortable feeling again, or one, no, it's not even uncomfortable. Once things start feeling the same, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I've been down this road and I don't like it. I don't like repeating shit. The fuck? <laughs> Who wants to do that? Who wants to just be like, I'm looking around and I don't know why things aren't changing. But you're not tired yet. No. <laughs> tired. Not at all. How could you not be tired? Yeah. I, I like that I have a desire to always constantly be changing because I get bored with my plateaus. Like once I reach the area, I'm like, well, what 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 can you do? Yeah, what else is there to discover? Or, like, how could you not push yourself a little bit more? Yeah, I always want to be better. So, for me, it's always self-improvement. How can I be the best of of me? Because I don't care about y'all. <laughs> it's, it's really how can I be, like, the prime version of me? Because, like, I already think I'm, like, top tier. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I just need to continue to push that to like greater and greater heights so I guess it's weird for me to see people who don't do it and I guess I don't know how to help them and when it's people that are like close to me that are reclusive and things like that it's like or when I just see like you're making decisions that I recognize aren't going to net you the result that you're looking for but you won't listen and that's also frustrating. Yeah. Because you come to me for advice or to like vent. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know how to tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> when there's someone that's close to you, it's like. Can you really? Or even I tell my mom, like, she has this, like, 
thing of like going to sleep like watching murder mystery shit and I'm like yo you gotta turn that shit the fuck off because what happens is now because she ain't got no fucking friends or anything like that guess what becomes her life and to share stories with me about yeah. like how some dude picked up 15 girls and raped and killed them and did you know how they saw I'm like I'm eating breakfast yeah, I don't want to <laughs> hear that shit and it's constantly yeah I was watching this last night and did you know like mine is so fucking depressing and yeah, terrible I, why do you want to consume this darkness all the time like, like they fall asleep watching that shit I'm like yo you gotta stop I feel that way about my mom and she always has the reasoning well this is my profession so I just like to see how people think and things like that I'm like at this point, you should know. At points, <laughs> maybe you want to decompress from that, right? And not make that your your entire world, because then it's it's all kind of bleak. But no, it's just it's like random ass conversation. I'm like, y'all don't want to fucking hear that shit every time. See, I'm happy. I don't get the conversations. Like, I most do. people keep it to themselves. Like, I think that since I'm a guy, I escape <laughs> a lot of like the unwanted, like controlling in that way. Oh, okay. Like, because like now that I'm not um, at my grandmother's, she uh, definitely is like at my mom's ass. <laughs> just my mother complains about it all the time. She just won't stop talking to me. Man. And like today she was there and you ever deal with people unrelated in a situation that are um that you see the solution and one person is mad, other person is like being needy and you recognize that hey you could divest from this situation, but they choose not to and choose to stay in it but still continue to be upset. Have I ever seen that? Yeah. No, because I've probably been in that. <laughs> were, you, were you the upset person or the one that was helping the upset person? The upset person. No, yeah, the upset person is just like, I don't get it. Like, why won't they stop? And then, why do you kind of take those matters into my own hand? Like, but anyway, I've definitely been the upset person. But me watching? Nah. Well, see, I've been the watcher. I've been yeah. watching. I'm just like, hey, this is how you can stop being upset. Yeah tell this person that they need to take this responsibility and go handle it at this mm-hmm. this way then that absolves you of anything and you've given them the solution oh you're not going to just stop and, and, and do <laughs> that you just go continue to do okay <laughs> no. so it, it just be shit like that where it's like but I feel like that happens more often than not when you're just engaging with people and you're asked for advice and then you offer it and then you just watch them do like the exact opposite or yeah continue down the same path as if they did ask you a question. It's like, well, you didn't really want answers. What you wanted to do is like vent, which is cool, but stop asking me shit at the end of your your rant. Then just just get your shit off just I feel like this and that just go I don't need she don't just and I'm gonna be like yeah you right mm-hmm. just don't ask me nothing though yeah cause I don't wanna have to lie to you <laughs> just be like oh, okay I'd like to be able to tell you how to fix the situation or if other thing another thing I know I'm all over the place but I'm on people right now and so you ever deal with people that are in a relationship and the one person is unhappy about an action of the other person mm-hmm. but also isn't going to like really like do much about it what do you think the recourse of that is well <laughs> I'll say the one that I know the most is you married this nigga you think on change your ways and make someone step up or stop or shut the fuck up telling me about it because I feel like you with this person (laughs) what else do you want like you keep and then like they keep having the same issue so you be like you chose this person you gotta stop now the first time I'm gonna let you get that off yeah what second time 
Third time, I don't want to hear about this shit no more. I feel like I agree, but I also disagree. Why? Because just like they chose that person, that person chose them knowing that they was going to be bad about it. <laughs> knowing that they was going to have these whole ass issues. Knowing that they felt this whole ass way. So clearly you was comfortable having this argument too. If you were willing to be like, I know that they didn't hate this about me and I'm mm-hmm. not going to change it and they're not going to like it. Fuck it, I'm going to do this. <laughs> okay. Right. right. They have some responsibility for choosing you because they knew what you were about. But you also, also yeah. knew what they were about and decided to do the same shit. So I don't, for me, that's where it's like, how do you as a tertiary party really like help your friend? You don't. What else you gonna say or do? Like I've been in that and it's like, I just zone out now when I hear about that shit. Like, I zone out. I'm not just giving them, damn, you right. Mm-hmm. Once it get too much, like, you probably shouldn't tell me about that. I learned all this from you, by the way. I learned how to say it in my own way. You can be rough, but I know how to say it. was like, I'm stop. <laughs> I mean, depending on who it is, I can be, I would be more yeah. for this. But realistically... <laughs> If I fuck with you for real, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to tell you about yourself. Right. And that has caused me more negative reactions than me just being like, you know, you're right. You're not. I think this. <laughs> you don't agree? I, I don't. <laughs> and I know that you know you're upset. And it's okay because what you were looking for is so an event too. But what I want to do is help you grow, evolve, and become better. So you be mad, and I'm gonna get my shit off, and then you can choose not to speak to me. And I I'm okay with that because I would hope that you grow. <laughs> <laughs> after this like and if not then I probably don't want to continue like down this path now I usually don't get to that point very often where it's like alright I'm giving you some growth or you go away <laughs> but I do do it because sometimes it's just like alright you gonna consistently make the same bad decision and you want me to like absolve you of your accountability in it no you gotta own that and if you're not going to then I gotta go cause then you're gonna do some weird shit to me and then not want to be accountable for that shit either and let's just not get to that point in our relationship let's just say we grew apart <laughs> and I'm not gonna be mean about this like I'm gonna just stop hitting you up as often you probably stop hitting me up as often cause I'm not giving you what you're looking for Right. I'm not looking for nothing from you cause I already know that it's not there so we just go you know enjoy no, life it, that's like that's real bad between like older folks too but now what I've learned is just wait for the invitation if they want you to solve a problem Riley taught me that shit if she, if she wants you to solve a problem she'll ask but for the most part she just wanna gripe and that's what I have to be for my daughter. I don't owe nobody else that fucking, I don't know. Owe no, but what I will say is if they just want to gripe and I love you enough, I'm going to let you bitch. Sure. But as far as providing solutions now, I don't do that no more because it's unsolicited. And I have, because what I want from them, I, I can see clearly what the problem is. And nine times out of 10, I may be right. You're not a victim and they're not a victim. Y'all got the power to change the whole situation. But like me trying to solve it and thinking that you should do what I tell you to do, that fucks with my energy and I'm not doing this shit no more. I used to be a real proponent of that. It's what you need to do. How about, I don't really give a fuck and I'm gonna focus on what I need to do. <laughs> and I'm just gonna be a shoulder for you to listen to on whatever. Yeah, and I'm a big proponent, especially in the like relationship situation. Mm-hmm. If y'all are married and, cause if you're not married, I'm gonna just leave. Right. 
But if the uh, if you're married, I'ma hit you with it. Well, they knew who you were. You knew who <laughs> they, they were. were. So I'm not saying that you have to like this now. Because you didn't like it before and they knew that. But you also knew that they were going to do it. So I think that you should still be upset. Cause they're gonna still do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Unless they may even do it less. <laughs> one of y'all is willing to change that. But if not, then this is going to be your reality. And I'm even and shit, I might even hit you with it. It don't seem like you happy in this. <laughs> you said put some razzle dazzle on it. But I can't. Uh, that's it. No, no, it just don't seem. <laughs> it don't seem like you necessarily the happy in this. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you happy. Just be like, damn, that's crazy. Well, yeah, and I can so, see why you feel that way. And then stop. I zone out now. I just be like, yep, because you heard it. 15 million times before there's nothing else that's really changed no I have I be like sometimes I be inter- entertaining the conversation yeah like one of my homies I definitely do mm-hmm. cause it's just like well no I think I entertain the conversation because it's always feels like some of it feels repetitive I'll say but it feels like repetitive in a way that there's trying to be progress. Like, you know how someone yeah. tries to do something, like, but then, like, falls off the wagon? A lot of falling off the wagon. <laughs> a lot of falling off the wagon. Right. A lot. But motherfucker is getting on that motherfucker. And I cannot <laughs> just ignore that also. It's like, all right, well, at least you keep getting up on the motherfucker and are attempting to do something or articulate that you want to change and like explore that or demand that from people Mm -hmm. you keep falling off the wagon and just going back into simple routines I see that but when we have a conversation it's less of you like complaining and more articulating this is what's going on these are things I think I need to do and most of them will be like, all right, yeah. At least you like some good changes. And then yeah. you, you try to implement those. And then you be holding them down. And sometimes you stick with them. Sometimes you don't. But I recognize that you're, you're self-evaluating now. <laughs> Niggas progress, don't do that. Yeah. Niggas just be like, hey, I'm living life. I'm over here. Ugh. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? It's the exact same what thing you had for your dance there. Yeah. Like, why are you out here? Just doing whatever the fuck you want to. With no regard for anything. I think it's a um it's a, a goddess called Kuan Yin, right? And she the goddess of compassion. And a lot of people think like you're supposed to just give like unlimited compassion and take unlimited tolerance from shitty situations. And like what her true teaching is is that you're supposed to like uh, forgive the human behavior because like that essence of you that spirit of you is innocent and pure so the human part of you don't really know what the fuck is going on you don't really know your ass from a hole in the ground but when I give people like advice and say yo you gonna figure this shit out yo you got a solution right there like you got this that's me talking to that innocence and then that light in them because they got the power to fucking change man and that'd be cool for like situations like we said like all right, well, I see you trying or or even if they don't really try, like, yo, you're going to figure this shit out. Like, I know you fucked up right now, but you're going to figure it out. That works so well for me. <laughs> yeah, if you're not trying, I'm not giving you a, an attaboy. An attaboy? For what? No, because I didn't tell you, like, good job, you're doing a good job. I just said, you're going to figure out a solution to your problem. No, you're not. Yeah, it is. No, you're not. If you're not it really is. doing a good job. <laughs> If you say, hey, this woman here is, isn't is for me because of these reasons, mm-hmm. and then you stop dealing with her and go to woman B, who is those same things, but in a slightly different way, still 
lackadaisical about work, but she has a decent paying job. Mm-hmm. She don't really have any ambition or any aspirations, but she go to work. She not really the most adept in conversation or like talkative, but she's passive. So sure, you weren't having conversations with the other chick, but she was a little more aggressive. So y'all argued about the things that your viewpoint and her viewpoint being kind of rooted in like high school mentality. Whereas the situation's one, still the same. They just don't have any ambition or anything like that. The other one didn't have an ambition. This one don't got no ambition. Okay. It's the other one just don't have a high pay, a decent paying job. She just got a little bullshit. You pick the same bitch. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a different result, sir. Right. So that's what I mean. Sure, it looks better, but is it better? Mm-hmm. Or is it the same thing? Yeah, let it go. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You gonna find a solution, but you gotta. You know the answer. He knows the answer to his problems. The people be knowing. Do they got the courage to choose that fucking solution, man? I don't even think people be doing. I, I think feel they like y'all give people too much credit. You fucking, they fucking know. I knew obviously the situation that wasn't great for me. If I'd have just slowed down and listened to myself. And was just like, you know, think about how this is going to affect you for real. But that's hindsight. Mm-hmm. I feel like in that moment, you didn't know to slow down. No, you don't. So you don't know. You do know. You're just not <laughs> listening to yourself. <laughs> I'm so confused. Not, not like consciously know. You know subconsciously though. Yes, you do. You know that you're not supposed to be doing this dumb shit. Your is something that pops up and drives your generally drives your actions mm-hmm. right what your subconscious is telling you right now is to go faster mm-hmm. and that's what you're doing you speed through it because you panic and everything in you is saying let's just do everything but there's also that little mm-hmm. small piece in you that says don't do I don't all th- of that I don't think that I yes. don't think that that exists in everyone I think that that is I think that's in some people. I yeah. do. I think it's naturally in some people. And I think that it's also learned in others. I think that sometimes people get to a point where they're like, all right, I got to slow down. I need yeah. to I need to reevaluate and sit and, and just look at things mm-hmm. and, like, really, like, objectively see and then make new decisions. Yeah. But I don't think that everyone just naturally has that. I think that they, some people just are nat- truly confused. Even when they just sit slowly and still aren't doing anything, aren't making new bad decisions, they still can't figure out how I got here. I still disagree. I believe it's in everybody. I feel but like, like we should you go said, find people. Hmm? I feel like we should. We gotta find people now. But like you said, if you're so trained and you're so used to not listening to your part of that stuff that says, yo, stop and reevaluate and choose a different path. If you not, if you constantly ignoring that part of yourself, it's not getting worked out. It's not being trained or nothing like that. No one's actively trying to tell you. And if you're afraid to listen to that voice or whatever the fuck, then of course you won't keep doing the same dumb shit. But if you've never seen anyone else reevaluate or mm-hmm. do, stop and do any other things, I, I guess I don't know where this, so you just think you are born with it. Yeah, because everybody say some point in time, like, damn, I should have listened to my first mind or damn, I should have followed my gut. Everybody say that shit. So what is that? What is that that they just keep constantly ignoring? I don't know one person that just don't never say anything like that. Damn, I should have listened to my... I knew it was this. I should have chose this. Like, that's a common occurrence. That's how I believe it's at least in most people. But what makes you well, say, fuck all that. I'm going to go something guess- different. I don't look at that as the same thing because I don't oh, okay. really look at you. When people say that, it's usually surface level. Yeah. It's about a very basic decision that they made and it doesn't really like go any further. So I think that, sure, everybody has like a level of realization that they made a bad decision or could have made a better one. But I think that it takes like 
a, a step further to go into like, all right, I made this bad decision. What decisions did I make actually mm-hmm. that led to this? Because people would be like, all right, I spent thirty thousand dollars on this brand new Lexus, and now it's always in the shop. Mm-hmm. Damn, I shouldn't have bought the Lexus. Should have listened to my first buying and just got the Toyota. Right, but for me that but happens with if you don't look at all right. Well, why is the Lexus a bad decision? Mm-hmm. Well. I didn't think about how it's going to affect my finances monthly on insurance, on its monthly income, or just gas. All right. I didn't take into account any of that. If you don't have that realization, you're going to make another dumbass financial decision. Because what you look at it is, oh, I just shouldn't have got that Lexus. I'm going to go do something else dumb financially. No, it wasn't the Lexus that was the issue. Mm-hmm. It's the way that you look at your finances. It's right. the way that you view this entire ecosystem. That's the problem. So I think that motherfuckers that, yeah, niggas look at it, like, yeah, damn, that was the baddest shit. I ain't never buying no Lexus again. Bitches mm-hmm. be breaking down all the time. Costs too much to fix. Sir, no, no, no. Instead of buying the Lexus, you're going to buy the Toyota and then spend the other money on this other fuck shit. It's going to be the same shit. Right. You you in the same spot. You you couldn't afford the Alexis because you don't spend your money correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some, but it's innately just that small thing. If they learn to pay attention to those smaller things and the bigger things in their life, eventually will work out. And no one, I can't say that because I've been. I was just thinking about this generation after generation. I had to think about the men like that go down like my mother's line, right? And who the fuck was like, well, enough is enough. Like, when are we gonna stop? And I'm not saying it's me, I'm pretty sure it happened with different women in the family, okay? But what was that, what makes you go, let me think about the bigger picture and like make the longer, it was the, the urge or whatever to say, I'm gonna follow a different voice this time. I'm not gonna follow this fucked up ass voice that keep telling me to do see the same shit. Cause clearly it's not trying to see me win, whatever the fuck it is. I mean, that's in everybody to me. Like even from my mom's small ass perspective, she grew up, I don't know if she grew up in poverty, but she grew up with fucking eight kids and only like my grandmother's income. If my my father, my grandfather was a Rolling Stone, so he may not have been there. Like she saw him whooping on his her fucking mother. Like she saw a lot, but what made her say I'm not dealing with this shit anymore is she got her a career and then she moved us to where we live now. So, do are you know what I'm saying? Like, is it just those small things? Even though if it's not the grandest of pictures of how we would like to see it, I guess I don't give them credit for that. No, why not? Um. Their generation was very much indoctrinated and go to school, get a good job, work a nine to five until you can retire and mm-hmm. be on social security. So that's what they're doing. <laughs> they doing what they was programmed with. Yeah. Uh, it's still a little bit better than what they came from before though. I didn't say that they didn't get a good program, a better program than the, the, <laughs> the last generation had, but it's it's not really like Hey, how do you be a person and really value you? Yeah, it wasn't really like an idea from yeah, them. Yeah, and so that's my thing where it's like, yeah, you're executing on this very well. Mm-hmm. Good. And that's provided you a life that has allowed you to provide for all of your progeny and feel comfortable. Then they just stop. Are you happy? Because... <laughs> And I don't think there's anything wrong with being comfortable in your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But I think that being comfortable and content with it and a sense of like contentment are different. You can learn to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. People do it all the time and just go through life very uncomfortable and just get used to that. And like, all right, well, I got to be around these people that don't make me necessarily the happiest or go to this place that I'm not really valued. But... Hey, this is just my natural routine, and I just continue to do it. So this is just life now. 
Mm-hmm. So you're very comfortable being uncomfortable, but you didn't make no changes. So I don't think that even being uncomfortable makes people change. I think that there's, I don't, I don't, I think people, like I said, I think that it, it has to be something that you really want. It has to be a a true desire, and I don't think that everybody has that. Yeah, I think people want that. I do I think that you being a person that is super driven and focused on like really getting to like what makes you happy helps the people around you like especially like in intimate situations and things like that where you can like I guess influence is the best word that I have like their thought process and like expose them to just like a different level of thinking that they're probably going to be more open to just because of like the level of intimacy that's involved there that wouldn't necessarily be granted that same space when it's just some random person saying hey the way you're living life is wrong and you should do it this way for sure yeah it's definitely some something to be said about the people that you're close with Especially if you look up to them and, like, you see their situation, like, you're like, oh, well, he's pretty good at doing this, so I might want to try that. Like, for me, it's like the tool bag, like, he seems to be getting good results, let me try that. Like, let me get the courage enough to try that. Like, sticking up for myself and saying no. That was something I had a really hard time doing until I, I started hanging around you. It was like, no, say no. What the fuck are you scared of? No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> to say no. <laughs> I'm like, and once I start working out that muscle, now it's easy, like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'd rather not. Yeah. Like, yeah. doubling back and be like, no, can you correct this? Or, like, just make sure this is right. Like, man, I didn't have, like, it was so opposite extreme. Like, for me growing up, it was just, like, ultra passiveness to extreme rigidity. <laughs> so, I don't know what the fuck, opposite end more. Like, if you say no, then you reprimand it. Like, I couldn't say what the fuck I felt or wanted because I got reprimanded either way. Like, I had nowhere to go to. So, yeah. exercising that muscle was a little tough. That one was one of the big things to be like, hmm, I'm glad I learned it. But, oh my God, I get that agency. And- yeah. Hey, I do not want to do this. <laughs> this doesn't make me just say it, no. I'm not aligned with this. I right, guess you know instantly when you don't like it. And once you start ignoring that shit, and that's when the consequences come. And that's why I say I think that's in everybody to just be like, like I said men are better at that than women to be like, no, stop boundary. Ah. Mm, no. <laughs> I don't think so. No. I think you're pretty good at it. I think y'all better than us because we more geared towards like not people pleasing in a negative way, but how we re- relate to the world is more relational. And y'all's is a little bit different. Well, I would say sure, in that way, men probably have like a better boundary line in terms yeah. of like relational. But I think that men don't really have like a good boundary line between work, stress, and happiness. Mm-hmm. They allow normally like the stress of <clears throat> just stress of providing work and all of that to influence like the level of happiness that they feel like they can attain because they tie it directly to that. What do you mean? If I can't provide, then I'm not I'm happy. Not happy. No. Oh, okay. If I'm not successful at work, if I'm not moving forward, if I'm not operating in the capacity that allows me to do the things that is typical for society and for a standard man, so no, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. So sure, they have boundaries when it comes to interpersonal because all of ours is geared and tied into work. So there's mm-hmm. no real boundaries there. Yes, we're going to sacrifice and not go watch our kids football game because shit we got to get this deadline and we're going to get here but we're going to make sure it's done right so it's it's different they i think that the boundaries just get blurred in just different areas and you have to be intentional about like all right what type of life do i want and like my value isn't in isn't tied to any of these things and it's not relational and 
how I'm viewed by other people. It's not how I'm viewed in work. It's how I view me. Mm. And I shouldn't tie that on to external factors of, well, I have this good job. Well, you just viewed you based as the on good job, yeah. as the job. Yeah. So you're a good job, nigga? Yeah, like, so <laughs> okay. when you don't have a good job, are you no longer a good person? Are you no longer happy? Like, nah, right. me because of da-da-da-da. So, hmm. yeah, so for a minute, I think that's where their boundaries aren't the the strongest. Cause I definitely get a lot of shock when I just be like, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> what? I don't care about this. It don't matter to me in the way that you would like it to. And so, yeah. Uh, but I think we can save the other topics. You say what? Uh, what? So we could probably save the other two topics. Oh, look at that. Look at you. Best timekeeper on the block. I be doing my thing. I be trying. But um, you got anything else you want to add? No, that was great. Good job. I be trying. It's yeah. like we planned the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. Not at all. <laughs> but I've been doing this for a while, so if you <laughs> let me go, I'm going to figure it out. Time about you just go, we just going to wing it through? Yep. Absolutely. Actually, yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you no. And I'm going to just cut this on, and then I'm just going to go. And then you just come on and follow with me. Let's, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> and here we are at the end of the show. Hopefully you enjoyed. It's been another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, again, a.k.a. Tony Melbourne, the prettiest of them all. Why are you with that ugly nigga? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also joined by the illustrious ass. It implies you just look like, what the fuck are you with this ugly nigga? Exactly. Like, oh. what are you doing? <laughs> Niggas are like, oh, you look weird. <laughs> that is how you want people to describe you? Like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs>